That's right, everybody. I hope you're ready to get on your polka face because tonight we are talking about the international treasure, one Mr. Sir Weird Al Yankovic. Tonight, we are going to party like it. I don't know if you ever did that song. I'm kind of spacing. But we're going to talk about Weird Al because he's a lot cleverer than I am when I do these intros partially inebriated on another Fly Casual. He did. did It was in Amish Paradise. Because tonight we're going to party like it's 1699. I knew it. So close. I knew it. So close. It was on the tip of your tongue. It it was. Just wouldn't make its way out. It was right there, and I couldn't, but one take. One Mm. take. Mm -mm -mm. One take. Can't go back. Nope. Nope. No take backsies. No no editsies. No making how we do extras. We're committed to integrity here. That's right. (laughs) Mostly. 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 (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Fly Casual episode number 308. 308. Woo, 308. Yeah. The Winchester of podcasts. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah, quite a caliber of podcasts we have here. Mm. Uh, You like it? I got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. You kind of did. Not really, but yeah. okay. That's fine. Hey, we're uh, tonight we're talking about Weird Al. Uh, yeah, we are. We're really excited about it. We spent an entire podcast length just trying to pick out what song to start with. Uh, so this is almost like the second recording of this podcast. Went through the entire catalog. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much did. Yeah. That would take a long time. It would take a very long time. A prolific, really long time. prolific gentleman. I'm Corey over there. There's Mike. Hey, how you guys doing? I'm fine. You guys ready for this tonight? Dude. We're doing a music podcast. I'm excited. I Woo! tried to ready myself for this podcast. I'm like, I'm going to take an entire how, evening. How do you ready yourself for this podcast? Usually not at all. Not like at dragging all, your daughter in the room and showing her Weird Al videos all night to the point that I came in tonight and she goes, my dad has me addicted to Weird Al videos. Oh, did she say that? <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. She goes, I can't nice. stop watching. She wants fault. to watch Amish Paradise over and over. So I'm like, let me show you how close it is to source material. I start up Gangsta's Paradise and she immediately goes, I don't like this. <laughs> she didn't like that at all. She's like, go back to the mom from Brady Bunch. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I tried to ready myself, but it would have taken me a full week of evenings to oh, really yeah. steep myself to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this. I'm, 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 I'm like, <laughs> I spent one evening kind of reviewing and listening. I did a little casual listening aside from that, and I'm still just like, don't feel like there's so much to talk about. I feel like there is so much to talk about that there's no way I could have had the time no. to appropriately prepare course to not. do justice yeah. that sounds you didn't like, listen that to all like... 700 songs <laughs> not all 700 no you didn't watch all like 40 videos yeah, i watched quite a few when my, when we started my kid was in a mood and she was pissed and she wanted to watch literally anything else mm-hmm. and then when i was like all right we can watch something else. Like, no, no no do the next do that did one. you watch do the feature one. length movie uhf yeah yeah no <laughs> did you watch the <sighs> the masterpiece. mockumentary the complete owl <laughs> Weird Al. No, don't watch that. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. 
I, I question your preparedness. I know. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I did. I, I, you don't have you're to. Gonna, I already did. You're going to have to step in tonight, Garrett. I already, you're already, have to already lead, did it. Lead the pack. Speaking of leading the pack over there, Master Control, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Wee, wee. Well, um, Tarkin needs to prepare. If 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 uh, Garrick's going to be leading, Tarkin needs to prepare. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know. Tarkin's dead, dude. He blew up on the Death Star. Yeah, remember? but we have the Tarkin report. No. Yeah. No. No. Because when I'm here, uh, then that's when Porkins' kid mom trusts you guys for him oh, to come down. And yeah, do his but job. she heard how unprepared you were, and that Garrick's taking over. And then she's like, "I lost all trust now." I, uh, I can't. I can't refute that. That could definitely have happened. That seems plausible to do me. Do you see him yeah. anywhere? No, no, can see that. Well, Good thing have- that across pond down a few, we have Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Yeah. What up? What's up with you, UHF? Is the greatest movie, mm. greatest of all comedic of all cinematic time. event of, of all, all time. time. I, I cannot to. express to you how many times I felt the need to apologize to people <laughs> that I'm <laughs> present with because I've never seen UHF. I still haven't God. seen it either, but I know this to be true. Uh, Actually, we're we're going to have a viewing it, party. A part of it that reminds me of the new Fortnite season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where uh, he's, he's doing like a Rambo homage. And this dude's just like shooting a gun at him, like nonstop and missing. Like, and he's weird. Al's just standing right in front of him. So he's hey, that's me playing right Fortnite right there. Because yeah. it's like Rambo. And he pulls out a bow and arrow, slowly oh, yeah. pulls it out, that's puts right. an arrow in, slowly pulls it back and shoots the yes, guy. That's right. He just explodes. It explodes. <laughs> yeah. That is good stuff. Oh, man. It's like. Oh, that's like the new season. I should probably watch it with Mike present so yes. that his falsetto laugh makes yes, it even better for that's me. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna have to we'll do it at my place. I yeah. order Chinese again and go watch some. Oh UHF. man, I couldn't oh, get that low main left and right. Can we do oh, it tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do it. All right. Well, because I'm sure we have a lot of gushing to do when we talk about Weird Al, so we better hurry up and talk about what's up the docket. Each of us has five seconds. Nope. That's the new rule. Not happening. You gonna you gonna he buzz has too us much out? to talk be about. Like the Oscars, and you start playing music. He right. saw he saw things. <laughs> Corey's going. Oh, his time's done. I'm not going first. I'm going last. So I was gonna do last week, but we were running low on time. So you did do last. I know. I was because I was going to do what I'm going to do this week, last week, but I chose not to in the interest of time. So you're going last again because yes, of that. I sure am. You're going mm. first. Well, oh, good. look at you, Howie. <laughs> because I've got another spinoff from Vikings that I want to do. A spinoff? Or like spin-off? an inspirado? Did you do no, a spinoff? No, no, neither of. <laughs> spinoff? It's called Mork and Mindy. A spinoff of Vikings. <laughs> but it is uh, featuring... Oh, I, I should have been prepared. What? <laughs> uh, is it just Morgan's, called... I just heard the William, Porkins the, station William wagon drive uh, <laughs> Catherine Winnick is in it. <laughs> Lagertha. Oh, Ooh, okay. I'm interested. What yep. is it? No, don't, don't be interested. Forward. Oh, I'm not interested then. But it also has am. Kylie Bunbury. Who? Who is in Big Sky. Uh, hmm? I looked at Mike. I can't look at Garrick, but I looked oh, at Mike sorry. and he didn't even what? respond. No. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm over here huffing pen. I, <laughs> I'm um, working on my joke for when this? I talk. <laughs> I'm punching it up. <laughs> this is a show. I that have I have you told us the title yet? Big Sky. Oh, that's okay. Big Sky. That I had. Out man, fire in the big sky. Like no, it's just called Big Sky. 
Hmm. No fire. Mm-hmm. And or no in the. Uh, are there are there children that turn into adults overnight? No. Biggie well, in the sky. Kind of, but not Woo! the way you're thinking. Biggie size the sky. Uh-huh. So I'll let me just go through the story, then I'll go through my thoughts on it. Uh, Five seconds. <laughs> well, you said no, so I'm taking my full time now. I did. <laughs> Your fault. Uh, so there's uh, man, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's a typical like like crime drama show hmm. uh, that the uh, Lagertha what it was an ex, is an ex cop. Was a cop and now is not. That's what that usually means. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kylie Bunbury works with her husband as private detectives. Or, or I don't know if private detective is the right term, but basically. Private dicks. Private they, eyes. They, they take on <laughs> side jobs that, that cops can't be bothered with. Basically. They're not on the beat. Uh, but. Uh, um. Their uh, son, uh, Lagertha and this dude's son, is expecting his girlfriend to come in to, is it Montana where they're at? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, this is a big sky state, right? That's I probably mean, why it's called Big Sky. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Anything I know about Montana, I learned from Yellowstone. So basically, there's a... No, it's Big Sky country. That's that's the... the there's... Yeah. It, this kind of has to do with the sex trafficking trade that people are getting, oh, women are getting caught up. Yeah. You know, um, this is not about that, but that's the crimes that are being committed right the, this season. Right. Oh, so it's Montana SVU. There you go. Yeah. Bomb, um, bomb. So. <laughs> so basically, they, what the, this guy, this trucker and this other guy, are doing is they're trying to quote unquote clean up the streets and get rid of all the prostitutes. They clean up this darn Montana city streets. Yeah, so they're, <laughs> they're, well, that the trucking stop, they well, pick they up prostitutes. Well, they must be in Helena because that's the only city in Montana. <laughs> they pick up the prostitutes to yep. trade, to sell them in the sex trafficking trade. Yeah. Because they don't want. At the trucking they're, stop. They're doing the Lord's work and getting rid of prostitutes. There you go. Apparently. It's an honor. It's a. That's the oldest uh, profession right there. So yeah. the one guy is a, a, a like an upstanding guy. He's like, I'm getting rid of these people. And he's justifying it in that way. The other guys, the trucker guy is kind of, of a psycho guy. Though, didn't he? he just has urges he can't control. Right. The upstanding guy is always the guy who does all the prostitutes. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned from movies. Yeah, sure. Um, always the pervert. All right. So the reason I'm struggling really discussing this is not just because I'm typically Howie discussing a movie. Because <laughs> you're drunk. And not because I'm drunk. But oh. it had me the first like two or three episodes. I'm like, okay. Really? Not, not like I was like, oh, this is super awesome. But like, oh, I'm interested in, and and enjoying it. And there's some pretty good acting. There were some missteps in writing, but wasn't that terrible? Like uh-huh. the, the very opening scenes, I'm like, oh, what in the world's going on? It was, but after that, it got, it was interesting. Um, I, I And I was watching this with my wife. There got to be a point where I looked over at my wife and I said, did you realize 
that the Lagatha, Lagatha chick wasn't a part of the detective agency, and we both thought she was. Oh, really? Oh, That's she, the kind she, of right, and we're like, it's loose. Two yeah, thirds of the way through the show, when you <laughs> find out that she's not really a part of this because the other chick wants her to join in. Oh, oh, with is this, she, she a prostitute? No, there's. The one chick she's in her the, and the she's the white see? she's an ex cop who used to be a cop but isn't anymore. And we don't <laughs> and if, and I still don't know what she does. Did but before, before she was Casually a cop, advising? she was a prostitute, right? No. Oh. Was the, she a copstitute? <laughs> she was a, a cop and now she's not, but now she's a private detective towards the end of the season. You know, I call that an ex cop, but that's just me. That's just you. Is that politically correct? One of the weirdest (laughs) things. Well, there's, man, there's so many weird things. You know what the weirdest thing about this show is? Ryan Phillippe is in it, and I can't believe people are still giving him work. (laughs) Which one's Ryan Phillippe? (laughs) You've always hated him, haven't you? (laughs) He's he's Cody Hoyt. He's a troubled former cop. I was just getting ready to agency. Guess what? Guess what? I don't care about spoiling this. Yeah, I don't either. They shoot him in the first end of the first episode. Yes, I'm in. Mm. But he is on the main image. <laughs> Does this, he he's on the cover. He's on the cover, and they shoot him in the first episode and kill him. <laughs> and you're like, what's going on here? Thought that was pretty weird, but the, still the story was good. And I kept going. They shoot somebody else in the head. You can get through that. Apparently, rub, you can rub some dirt in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, happened to Serpico, and then you can like come back and almost be fully there, but you can't remember the crimes that you had committed because mm. you lost some of your memory. As it's you like do. that James Bond villain mm-hmm. in that really terrible James Bond. But movie so yeah, that one. That. They shoot this guy. <laughs> they bring him back. Just for shoot his, him again. Oh. Just for his wife to kill him. Yeah, see? Yes! Nailed it. Had he no, gets shot twice? Bringing him back had no bearing on the story whatsoever. You're telling me Although Ryan Phillippe gets shot twice. Of, they spent half of the show on this. Is the first episode just murdering Ryan Phillippe over and over again? No. Tell no, me, but you, got tell movie, me that. you have a movie oh. pitch right there, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see that. But I was sorely disappointed because it, it like I got like three or four episodes in, I was like good, and then like by the fifth, the fourth or fifth episode, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm really starting to get a little turned off here. And then like I was like, I'm I just have a couple more episodes I have to get through because this is terrible. And then when they don't deliver on anything about the one guy getting shot and yeah. then coming back and then dying again. Yeah. That was like, oh, this is, I'm, uh, they all need to be shot and, <laughs> and died for making him dead, dead, dead. But Lagerth is great, right? Well, yeah. yeah. And Kylie Bun, She's whatever. quite attractive Bun, and Bun, she's good Bun, at Bun. it too. Yeah. So okay. that's the sad part of the thing. It's like, oh, these two people who are really good somehow got in this awful, awful show. Awful. Show. Wait, I thought you said it was good. Like he thought it was too. I thought I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was going to be good. 
He was it wasn't. Wrong. You know, normally you say, oh, the first episode's not great. I'm still going to give it two or three, four episodes yep. to make sure. But I was in. I'm like, this is good. Oh, wow. They gave Ryan Phillippe a beard to make him look like a real people. <laughs> a real people. Well, you know, honestly, the people he, of Ryan Phillippe. He wasn't that <laughs> terrible in this. The one episode he was in. I think you're mistaken. He wasn't He's that great, terrible. but he wasn't Philippe that terrible. Or Philippe? He I don't he doesn't know. He doesn't care. He's, he, the worst. he's already he's already <laughs> made a, a judgment on him and so he's he's mm-hmm. he he's been him. he's been like the Philip Seymour Hoffman for Garrick. I don't like, understand what that. Philip Seymour Hoffman is to me, Ryan Phillippe is. I don't understand Garrick. how you can get like that with anybody other than Well, like he was the in, during the nineties he was in every movie and he was just terrible. He's always whiny. <clears throat> he was like yeah. he was almost like if Hayden Christensen was trying to be someone annoying in episode two. It was he was trying to be Ryan Phillip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everything he said was like yep, this all the him. time. It was really meh. I don't. I didn't hate him the way Garrick did, but I was always entertained by Garrick hating him. <laughs> it was around. Was it? Did you try to watch what was the one with Sarah Michelle Geller and he's all hot for sister or something like that? Um, I know what you did last summer. No, no, no. cruel intentions. Cruel, cruel intentions. intentions. Was that yeah, the that one that set you movie. off? Really? Probably because Garrick is weird like that. I got yeah. dragged to it or something like that. No, I think it was White Squall. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see that one. I didn't either. That's more Ryan well, Philippi than we, we should need, ever we should, have on this podcast. I know. I don't know why Garrick's still talking about him. <laughs> yeah, Garrick, stop. <laughs> People need to know to you, avoid his, You hate him his, so much that you continually talk about him. His What is it? What's the word? Amois or whatever? Ennui. Yeah, ennui. His milieu. Yeah, there you go. Well, he currently resides in Indianapolis, Indiana. So, oh, are you kidding me? He's right outside. He's inside oh, the house. Garrett. He's right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh no! Oh, fun, Garrick. What are you been watching? Docket thing stuff. What okay, do? well, here's the thing, guys. <laughs> what do? What do? What do, what now, do you do? What do? Yeah, I'll tell you what I'll do. So I, I watched our finished a series that came out a couple years ago. You watched Star. Up- what? That's it did not. It did not have Ryan Phillippe in it. Mm. I'll bet it so did. Don't ask. No, because I, I wouldn't have finished it. Uh, it came out a couple years ago on Hulu, the Hulu service. Hulu, based on a book called Catch Twenty Two. Hey, you guys, heard of this? I have. I've heard of. Have you read 22. the book? Read the book? It's anybody? I think I've read part of it for a class. You know, I don't yeah. read books. I <laughs> I read it back in high school, and I remembered. Nuns of it. Catch I remember Vonnegut? being interested by it. No, it's who, uh yeah. Who who wrote oh, that? Shoot, who did it? Uh, Joseph Heller. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's very von Vonnegut esque, I yeah. guess. But yeah, um, came around out the right about the same time probably as Vonnegut's st- good stuff. But uh, it's it's basically a the book and the show revolve around a World War II bomber squad. Um, but the way it's different than most World War II stuff is it plays up a lot of the absurdities of just the day-to-day activity of the army and air force at that time uh, during World War II. And, but also doesn't pull punches on the gruesomeness and horribleness of war. So it's got this like whiplash effect where one scene will be like, Oh yeah, this is hilarious. This is great. It's over the top, just like goofy comedy and then the next scene, he's in a bomber while getting shot by anti-aircraft guns and Black people are getting shot up 
inside of his plane and <clears> stuff <throat> like that. But it's it's a great I, I really like the book, I think, <laughs> from what I remember. And at this show, I thought I don't know how close it is to the book, but I thought it did a good job capturing that feeling that I had when I read it back then. That whiplash. That's all I kind of remember. Yeah. <clears throat> so that if, for those who don't know, it's basically revolves around a, a bombardier. He's basically the guy in the bomber who's on the scope, who is responsible for telling when to drop the bomb. Trying to see through the clouds. Them. Yeah. Trying to see through the clouds. <laughs> so it, it revolves around this, uh, the guy named, his name is Yo-Yo or Yo-Syrian. Uh, his, his nickname is Yo-Yo. Uh, but he, he's always at the short end of the stick, no matter what he does. He's trying to get out. He's basically like a, uh, a clinger. He's trying somewhat. to get a 4F. Yeah, he's trying to get a 4F. So yeah. that's where the Catch-22 comes in. That's the name of the book. It's a, a fictional rule that the uh, Air Force had that is Catch-22 is uh, that you could get out if you're crazy. But if the only way you could uh, that someone could tell if you're crazy is you'd have to tell someone you're crazy. But they would know you weren't crazy because nobody crazy would tell them they were crazy to get out of war because <laughs> no sane person would want to be in war, which it's, that's the catch 22. It's like a, a no win, kind of like a no win situation. Yeah. So it, it's pretty funny. Uh, so he's, he's trying all this stuff to get out of, uh, bombing, uh, stuff. And they have a certain number of missions they have to go on before they can get discharged. And they keep, every time it gets close, they keep raising it another five and it's it's just you feel after a while you you do really do feel sorry for the guy even though he's just like trying to skirt his duty and mm. <laughs> does all this crazy stuff to get out of getting on a plane uh but yeah it's it's got a great cast i don't recognize any of the main actors but uh it does have cameos from uh the the dude what plays house um okay. Hugh Laurie. yeah he's he's in it for v- very very briefly it does have a, a lot of uh, uh, George Clooney in it. Weird. <laughs> well, not 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 a lot, but more than he's in the expect. first. Yeah, more than I expected. He he directed a, a few episodes as well. I think he produced it too as well. I don't, I'm not sure, but he he plays a, a really funny character, and it's just the the craziness on the non uh, when they're in the non combat missions that just kept me <clears> cracking <throat> up. They have a they have a guy. His name was major major and his his dad named him as a joke so everyone's like wait your name is major major he's like no my name's major major middle name major so they they always make fun of him because his name's major 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 Mm -hmm. and then so the the uh upper i guess officers like mistake him for actually being a major so they (laughs) They give him a bunch of duties as as a major, and they're like, "Okay, you go, you know, hey, hey, major, you're late for the the meeting for all the officers." And he's like, "What? I'm, but I'm 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 just a sergeant." <laughs> so they're like, "Oh no, this is embarrassing." So sergeant they like major. promote him to major on the spot. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Okay, laughs> <get the> <laughs> like, well, we can't we can't uh, we can't give those duties out anymore. It's too late. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just have to promote him. Uh, it's just like <laughs> that's quite a joke. like that. Yeah, <laughs> it is it's silliness like that. And like I said, the, the war part is really, really gruesome at some points. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's worth it to, to kind of watch it through. Cause it does, it, it's in itself, it's kind of almost like a anti-war piece 
mm-hmm. um, even though, uh, in my opinion, World War II is, was a justified war. But, you know, it, I, th- I think it wasn't necessarily speaking to that war, but it just showed the horrors and kind of the PTSD that goes along with even even a bombardier who, yeah, there's flak flying around, but it's not like you're in the trenches with bullets flying past your your face every every couple minutes but right yeah right. it's it's a uh, it's it's pretty good i i enjoy it good production it's almost cinematic in a way and where I, were I they where planes. were they flying out of they're flying out of somewhere in italy i don't i don't know the um uh city or whatever but so they spent a they're not time in they're not doing like b-17 flying fortresses like memphis bell you're talking like uh no, b-25s b, b okay yeah so they had a they have a a note that it, Basically, the bombardiers and the nose. Uh, 25s. 25s? Okay. I'm yeah, trying to remember so what my grandpa was a pilot of, and I can't, but he flew out uh, of Italy. These are the ones with the clear bubble in the front yeah. where the bombardier yep. sits, yep. and it has a bubble in the back for the tail gunner. Yep. And the uh, back part of the wings, kind of uh, the, the, the fin or whatever the back wing is called. <laughs> tail wing. Tail fin is like they have two little parts that stick up straight. Yeah. Up okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it's cool because, yeah, he's he's a bombardier and he's basically responsible for getting the mission done. And if he doesn't, like, you know, the officers will yell at him and stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It sounds it's good. good. Sounds fun. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to watch. No Ryan Philippi, which is good. Hey, there you go. Bumped yep. it up a spot on my book. Woo-hoo. Hulu. Correct? Mm-hmm. The Hulu. The Hulu. Mike, dockerize me. All right. I had a quick two for mine won't take long because we've kind of oh, no. some of these, but uh, I was he able side of the eyed me when he said that <laughs> I was able to um, uh, I actually rewatched all of WandaVision this last week. Rewatch. Rewatch with my kids. My kids were interested. Uh, I, I, apparently nice. all their friends at school are talking about us. Yep. They they started bugging me to the, watch these it, kids. So. They're always so right. A step behind <laughs> us. <laughs> I know. I know. Bunch, all, of, bunch of sweats. With us on the cutting edge. Yeah. <laughs> we do a podcast. So we're, <laughs> yeah. we're right there. Yeah. We prepare sometimes. <laughs> so uh, now it really just solidified how much I, I really loved that series. And I, it's still weird to me that there's people poo-pooing it. Um, you know, in, in reviews and things like that. Just, Nerds. Just because, well, the whole Mephisto thing keeps coming up. And, oh, they said up Mephisto and they didn't do anything. No well, one said I Mephisto. Just, I, I get it, I, but that's the expectation. I still love it. I don't I don't care if, if, if it's not Mephisto all along. They're doing, if it's not Mephisto throughout this whole next arc. I don't care. It doesn't matter because, I, first off, we know. China hates devils yeah, right. and Marvel and Disney love China. <laughs> right. Okay. So we know that. Right. And also they are definitely laying already all the devil in the details stuff to, yeah, sure. to, sure. to let you know that they know what you think. Right. And it, the simmer is there, even if there's not like I a just, grandiose payoff. I, I, I have, was reinforced in my belief that I like the fact that it wasn't a continuation thing and that it was its own wholly contained unit. Yeah. And they gave you just enough of those little sprinkles of stuff coming forward <laughs> with the after credit scene and all that stuff. Um, my understanding is now they would never had an intention of doing a follow up to the show. No. But my understanding is that they're playing with the idea hmm. of doing a follow up series 
But I mean, obviously, long- Doctor Strange is the follow-up. Sure, right. Doctor Strange too. But I guess they're, they're playing with coming back around to these characters. It was so again. so successful. Yeah, and I guess we'll see how successful the next you know, arc is. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, Winter it was Soldier so well and- as a self-contained. Yeah, well, see, I, I don't think I don't think it would be at all related to the format of this series. I think they would mm-hmm. just maybe consider doing a series with the same group or a similar group of characters. Which is not a big stretch. No. We're seeing series with all kinds of different sure. groups of characters right. coming mm-hmm. out. So yeah, right. So yeah, I mean, if they keep getting, I mean, we'll see Winter uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is out now. So yep. we'll see how uh, successful that is, and if they keep are emboldened, you know, keep being emboldened to do these things, you know, why they're gonna keep going down that road. So, but first episode no, I, was enjoyable. Spoiler: six episodes. Nice. This one. Um, the other thing I was able to watch this week was I finally watched uh, Coming to America, and much coming like you, two coming America? two okay. number two America number two and um, too fast to America. <laughs> I lo- I loved it. I, me I and the wife you. watched it, and it was. I mean, it was it was well done. It was it was a Thank great continuation of the story. Everything I, well, I haven't seen that much, but everything I've said has been like, well, and we all know who that turned out. I'm like, what entertaining. Yeah, right. I liked it. I thought it was great. I thought it played great homage to the original. With um, still doing some new stuff, yeah. but definitely staying in its lane yes. as a follow up to the Absolutely. First movie. I thought it was I thought it was perfect. And even the little, you know, the little moral of the story and all yeah. that stuff, you know, where you know he was the one bucking the king in the first one and now this yeah. one, you know, the And he's realizing, oh man. It's like I'm becoming I'm you know, becoming the thing my dad. That, yeah, right. No. That yeah. Great. It was a good little tiny message in there, but it was Funny, but it was man. more about the gags, the jokes, yep. the leads, uh, the the situations. We laughed out loud fairly regularly throughout the whole. What's thing? the lady from Silent Live who plays the mother of the of the the son in in Brooklyn or wherever? Oh, uh, Jones. Je- uh, yeah, Jones. Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. Yes. Finally, yeah. a movie where <laughs> Leslie Jones she's can not, shine, and I'm not annoyed. Yeah, you agree? She, I agree. She does not annoy me. Right. The things I see her in, which are few, annoy right. me. Right. And this, I was like, oh, see, here we go. In right the past here. part of projects, she yeah, that great. didn't, yeah, bring out the, her, I mean, well, I mean. It's Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. It sucks ass. Yeah, which, yeah. Which is, but, <laughs> but, and she caught a lot of flack for it, which yeah. is inappropriate. The yeah. film sucked ass. Right. And like seeing her like just cut loose in this, like next to like <laughs> Tracy, Tracy Jordan, uh, yeah. Tracy Morgan, Tracy Morgan. Sorry, <laughs> well, they I were great. They oh, back to Spaceman. They were freaking great, man. I, all of them together. I just, everybody, like, even the new cast. I, I loved all the who, new cast. Anybody and, who's alive that was in that first movie yeah. was, it, was who, Did you know the dad from Good Times was still alive? I didn't. <laughs> and there he is. I was like, oh man, <laughs> we always talk about how he died in Good Times. Yeah, I right. forgot that he's still alive in real life. <laughs> Oh, he had some of the best stuff, man. Yeah, they had a great scene when when he goes back in and he's mopping the floor in the, yes, in the McDougals. Yeah, yeah, and they right. sit there and he sit down and he talks with him. He's got that. He's got that. Vo- I love that man's voice. I love that man's voice so much. I just even love the opening scene with him where he's still he's still apologetic about. Our, yeah, you know he's playing the apologist for. Yeah, we're not copying McDonald's, you yeah, know. And then, yeah. then no, they have the scene where, where everybody's there and they're taking the picture and there's the black Ronald McDonald. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was great. They, they, instead of like intentionally not copying McDonald's they're making fun of the fact <laughs> yeah. that they intentionally didn't copy yes. McDonald's and that's a, the right thing to do in a film like perfect. this yep. and yep. like for whatever reason they brought oh, they brought over like the, the the ones from that store to manage the ones <laughs> 
<laughs> Louis Anderson. Comes yeah, Louis to Anderson's there. <laughs> okay, so the only person that I did not see in the movie that I really wanted to see was Samuel Jackson. Oh, Samuel, because yeah. he was the dude that knocked oh, over the McDougals. But right. the fact that they brought in Morgan Freeman instead, <laughs> sure, why? I was not? like, you got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. You can tell he just brought all his buddies from all, from everything. everywhere. Yeah, all the, like Those musicians. Yeah, and, everybody. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was just well all done. the way down to the to the princess for the first they bring in wesley snipes a new character <laughs> and he's the brother he's the brother of the woman that was <laughs> supposed to be married to eddie murphy's character yeah, the in the first, first movie. movie yes right and she's still stay, hopping on one <laughs> yeah, foot and barking right. she hasn't stopped in 30 years she's because he That's told great. her to do it and she's been doing it ever since and and <laughs> wesley snipes is how old is he? I don't know, but he looks great. He man. looks. He looks he so looks vivacious. I couldn't exactly believe exactly the same as he did twenty some years ago, moving, you dancing, hopping after, around. After I wow. saw him in that, I was like, why didn't they get call him up for Blade? I know, right? Why didn't? <laughs> yeah, you, oh, that was, don't get Blade me wrong. Is so I good. I love the dude. That's I do too. Play Blade, I do too. Yeah, but, but you could just <laughs> keep going with Wesley Snipes, and I'd be in. I know. I'd be in, and now I want. Now I really want to go back and watch Dolomite is my name because I still haven't watched that. I wanted to watch it really bad yeah. because. I know that was Wesley Snipes' first big comeback. Comeback, yeah, oh. right. But <laughs> Wesley Snipes was, was hilarious. Even even down to James Earl Jones' death scene. Oh, James Earl what Jones! He's, yeah, he's just sitting there to have the big celebration. He just comes over. Your I'm funeral will be yeah. so big, the greatest funeral <laughs> ever. <laughs> we should do it while I'm still alive. <laughs> And he just looks over in the smiles, coffin watching the smiles at him, and he's just like, "I'm gonna die now." Yep, he's just dirt. <laughs> James Earl Jones. Oh my gosh! Good stuff. Uh, it was good. The mom. The mom was wasn't back. Yeah, she was not, but she's still alive, right? Oh, I thought that was her. Maybe it wasn't. No, no. The uh, his the character's mom was dead. Oh, that's right. Okay, when you said mom, I'm thinking mother, like Eddie Murphy's wife's no, and their no. children. Okay, Eddie yes. Murphy's the mom the from the original. Mom yes, from yes, the original. Yes, yes. She's still Correct. she's still around. She is. They must not have got her back for the role. Then. I think. I'm I'm not positive. Yeah, mm, but I think. I'm not sure either. But oh feels my like gosh. they would have. I mean, literally everybody, all the way down to the point where the dude who does Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live <laughs> is the grandson <laughs> oh, yeah, of right. Mortimer and whatever yes. from and their and the funny thing on the and their pictures on the wall. Yes. The funny thing is, good all they did was have a cameo in the first movie as yes. a gag to Trading Places. Yes, right. But this movie has their grandson <laughs> of the characters from Trading Places. <laughs> I know that's good stuff. I'm just like, oh my god, it's <laughs> so good. Oh, uh, I miss Eddie Murphy. I'm glad he's back. Me too, man. <laughs> Me too. And yeah, his 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 corners are rounded off a little bit, but he's still got it. Oh yeah, he's still agreed. Got it. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. I hope he does more. He's stuff. Got it. I'm glad you watched that. Yeah, I'm happy. So, I'm happy. yep, I'm happy. Well, I better get to it because I know everybody's waiting for it. Oh, I got on the streaming services, and I sat down for all of you. And watch the entirety oh, geez. of the last blockbuster. Um, so Ooh. let me tell you about the last blockbuster. Uh, I'm not actually. I did watch the last blockbuster, but I'm not going to talk. That's actually a great uh, documentary on Netflix. Oh. I worked at Blockbuster, it. so it was it was interesting to me. But no, yeah, I watched face in it? Justice League: The Snyder Overindulgence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep this brief. You guys can ask me questions if you want, but I'm not. I don't want to bloviate too long. Um, I have not seen this yet, so don't don't ruin it for me. Did you see the the theatrical, the Joss Whedon? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
What? Different movie. Okay. <laughs> Good. I got, That's what I got I'm a expecting. Question. Yeah. How did Zack Snyder finish this movie whilst filleting himself? Uh, it's really interesting because I don't even know how he could see through the camera or the screen. <laughs> First off, just to give I got you, another question. Just to give you some idea of how self question. no 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 you, you gotta let me you, I will let you oh. in a minute I will let you oh, just to give you some idea how self indulgent Zack Snyder is with this movie it is care. presented in four three wait what <laughs> four three standard whoa, until whoa, the whoa, end whoa, whoa, whoa. it is presented in four three it is not sixteen by nine it will not fill your TV screen what until the end when it's three three. <laughs> I am so confused. What are you wait? What are you talking about? My daughter walks in and goes, "This movie looks so old," and I'm like, "It's actually." I just I I don't want to explain it because I don't agree with what. Okay, was so I thought I saw some chatter about this. Yep. Exp- is there a reason for this? Oh yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh there's a reason, buddy. All right. <laughs> because Zack I'm, Snyder. I'm glad you asked. <clears throat> wanted to make sure that when it played in true old fashioned uh 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 what's it called IMAX IMAX it's formatted for the old fashioned IMAX theaters like the floor to ceiling IMAXs not just your standard Wait. neighborhood IMAX Wait. which is just a high def digital whoa, 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 whoa. projection whoa whoa they have <coughs> IMAX film so he didn't film this or I, I'm well, so first confused. off, I don't know what's going. First on. off, everything's done digitally, so you can just do whatever. Secondly, I'm calling bullshit on this right out of the gates because there are scenes where I could remember enough from that abortion that was the <laughs> theatrical release yeah, right? to know that I'm seeing a cropped version of what I saw before. It's not like that mm. was a cropped version vertically. Okay. I'm looking at a cropped version horizontally, and it was obvious. Okay. So bad. I think what you're telling me is that the the company line is that we did this for IMAX, but the real reason is we didn't want to do so much special effects. Um, I don't. I hadn't <laughs> thought about it that regard. I don't know. They. I just think it's because they think if it looks like they're beating off hard enough, people will beat off <laughs> with them. Like they're trying to inspire a massive cultural circle jerk. Okay. Do they do they expect people to watch this in IMAX whenever it releases to IMAX? I was going to say, what are they talking about? This released to HBO. I know, and then I know, and and IMAX chose to hours. We four hours of four three on HBO because they chose to present it via Zach's original vision. Pay for a ticket that will be the same price as buying a month of HBO Max, maybe two, depending on Zach's original vision. That is cropped from what was filmed. <laughs> it's total BS. Hmm. And that, okay. I, I literally believe it's like right. trying to start cultural. It's tr- it's trying to make you talk like we're doing now talk about it and everybody start yeah. beating off now. Okay. Oh, okay. We fell for it. I could, <laughs> I could rip into this movie for a million years. Um, I'm going to like it. You guys know this, right? I think here's the thing. I think you will. <laughs> I think you will. Yeah. I think you will. <clears throat> You'll love it, it is not a good movie. <laughs> I'm, but, not, I'm not expecting no, no, a good movie. No, 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 no. Hold on. But it's not a bad something else. <laughs> it's this, something, all right. There's a reason why they had to fire him and bring in Joss Whedon. No, whoa, 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 whoa. All right. Supposedly whoa. he didn't get fired. He, he got fired. He, that was BS. He stepped away because his daughter committed suicide. Was the was the marketing line the mm-hmm. forward? But he actually was fired. They they were looking at this going. How the hell are you going to piece this into something that we can release to a wide audience? And after having seen this four-hour thing, I you could not release this to a wide audience in yeah. movie theaters. Right. 
COVID is the best thing that ever happened to Zack Snyder because they were already working on this. Okay. He's already working on this. Had it not been for COVID and they released this in theaters, I, I, they would not have made the money that they put the initial investment or the additional investment back. Right. It's not a movie. It's oh, a, I wouldn't sit in on if it was released to theaters. I wouldn't have gone. Don't to see worry. It's it, it's it has five parts and an epilogue, and it takes a good <laughs> long time. between every twenty five minutes, going part two, masturbatory title, and then twenty five <laughs> minutes later, fade to black. Part three, masturbatory title. It's so, like part three. The line the next person's going to say is, this. Yeah, <laughs> "Yeah, more or less." And then weird. epilogue. It just it's so masturbatory. But if you think of it as a four hour long performance art piece with special effects that aren't yeah. very that good. I didn't expect them. To be it's Warner Brothers. Warner yeah. Brothers. I don't know who they work with, but their special effects are always garbage. Yeah. All right. Um, it, I mean, I expected to be Henry TV Cavill's quality. upper lip was fine throughout. <laughs> throughout. There I you agree. Go. Um, it's you. Ha- I think. You have to be a DC nerd or else this movie will literally leave you out in the cold because it starts things. It peaks you things. It gives you not Easter eggs, but like rubs your nose. And he here's a thing you'll like. And if you don't know who the hell Martian Manhunter is, you're not going to know why the hell you just saw him twice mm, Okay, <laughs> because better, he has nothing to I do with the film. <laughs> he has two scenes, two scenes, but he has nothing to do with the movie, the plot or the rest of the characters at all whatsoever in any Was- way. Was he introduced in any prior film in this universe? Because I don't recall. I don't believe so. I don't know. It's all been so bad, I don't really retain it that much. (laughs) Yeah, me either. But um, I I actually did enjoy this. Now, there are parts that were in the theatrical cut that I didn't like, and I didn't like them here either. The big battle in the underwater tunnel thing with the big bat spider that crawls up walls, like a tank that crawls and... I just that's all so stupid and it still it was, was better than the original battle. It was better right? than the original slightly. Which isn't saying much. Yeah. But there were other parts that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Like the intro of, of Barry Allen in this one isn't just Batman going to find out about the kid on the footage of the right. in the convenience store. Right. You have this whole scene where where Barry essentially is mate locking eyes for the first time with presumably presumably Iris West, his future wife. Okay. Um, and while he's like late to, of course he's late, even though he's flash, right. Um, to apply for like a dog walking job and she's getting in her car. It won't start. She's struggling. And basically she pulls out and gets into this accident with this truck and he looks, sees it and immediately to save the day. But the, th- the neat thing that they do is that they acknowledge the fact that flash is going that fast and he just grabs you. Your bones are liquefied. Right. Sure, right. So he has this gentleness I've as he's going boys. to rescue her. And it's amazing. Like he's very gently pulling her out of her. Like she's like getting, you know, propelled up out of her convertible and laying her down on the ground. And it's like, it's very sweet. It's a beautiful scene. And Mm -hmm. that's where Zack Snyder excels. Mm -hmm. He grabbed a hot dog too, which was funny. Yeah. He grabbed a hot dog and put it in his pocket. (laughs) And you're like, why is he great? Because there's a hot dog cart that got smashed. There's hot dogs all in the air. And it's because he wants to show the lady back when he's done. He goes back (laughs) into the dog place to show the dogs love. And he's like, Hey, I always carry meat in my pocket. (laughs) But, um, like that was done beautifully, and there's a lot of scenes that are done beautifully. Zack Snyder's very good. At, we've always said he's extremely good at framing, mm-hmm. you know, and and putting a shot together. He's horrible at things like pacing, mm-hmm. storytelling, and characters and dialogue, <laughs> and a lot of the other things you need for movies. And that is continually true in this film. It's got to, it's got some fine 
parts and it's mm-hmm. got some really good parts and it's got some really garbage parts. But overall, if you're a DC fan who doesn't resent the Snyderverse entirely, I resent the Snyderverse for fun. <laughs> I don't actually hate it, but it is it is ridiculously bad decisions all over the place, sure. but I still enjoy it. Right. Um I enjoyed this. Yeah. I did. Okay. Uh, I'm saying something. But it's not a movie. Yeah. I I, I didn't watch it all in one right. one jump, and I don't suggest anybody do that to themselves. I think I think for me, and I haven't watched it yet, for me, I've just come to the realization that the Snyderverse, whatever that even means anymore, yeah. is is just so I mean it's just it's crumbled up and thrown on the floor and nobody cares. And, and I'm I, not sure because this actually may restore the setup. There might be else. some tie into the Flash movie that is yeah. still supposedly well, being made. I mean, I, I suppose if they could bring it back together, great. But I mean, it is such a shambles. I mean, when you look at everything as a whole, I mean, it's. But it, the thing is, this makes a lot of the shambles make more sense. You mean and, the other abortions of movies like uh, Man of Steel and yeah, and, uh, this this legitimizes some suits. of the earlier decisions. Okay, does it legitimize Martha? Oh no 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 no! That's just nothing. That's the worst writing. Legitimize that. However, <laughs> Diane Lane back as Martha Kent, yeah. and I love her. I'm in. I've always been in love with Diane Lane. She's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like now there's other scenes where you can tell it's like this needed to be a fast paced scene, and mm-hmm. that's where Zack Snyder falls apart. Yeah. And they're terrible, especially some of the scenes with Barry's dialogue, which is kind of nervous and manic. There's like a really dramatic scene where he's having he's kind of panicking and it's just so flat and unbelievable and just it's it's actually it's terrible. It's a mm-hmm. it's B movie badness. But those are just little pockets. You, as long as you're taking the whole thing as a whole, if mm-hmm. you can do that, I think you can enjoy it. Right. You know, even if you're someone who doesn't right. like the rest of them. So were you guys because it sounds like. Garrick and Corey have both watched this. Garrick's not finished. Garrick's not. Okay, that was going to be my question. Most Did you, of it. Have you, oh, watched, have you? Have you watched it as a single, like I in a single sitting, were, or have okay. you guys broken it up? You broke it up into two. I broke it almost. Oh yeah, you can't. This I, is well, not I know you Lord can't. of the Rings. You can't watch this in one sitting. No, it's 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 all over the place. Yeah. Is the problem, and and it doesn't it 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 doesn't tie up things that it introduces, mm-hmm. or it doesn't justify them. Yeah. Or even if you watch all the way through to the end, you're like, what the hell did I just watch? Like the end, <laughs> which is way long, makes return of the King look concise. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it is. <laughs> it just, the, the, it just keeps going. The movie's over and then it just keeps going. And now you're in some, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but you're in a whole different thing that you're like, what the hell? How, what is how how is this what am i even watching jared leto's here now what the hell's happening like mm-hmm. that's what's going on it's it's just snyder doesn't understand the characters or he does and he doesn't care he wants to make them his yeah, own right yeah that's a problem right because like yeah I've they seen, were I've, fine but they're not the characters we all know right <laughs> uh and i will say uh who is the main steppenwolf they yeah I think the improvement over the original movie. Oh yeah, because you actually get like, to he gets some character him out. Yeah, right. they flushed yeah. him out. He wasn't just like some random bad guy blowing stuff up, and you have no idea why. No, right. he actually uh, has an issue that he's trying to. He has a personal conflict, yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all that. Which I appreciated that because 
Originally, I'm like, why do why do I even care about this guy? I, yeah. I don't. You get a lot Not more backstory about Darkseid's first attack on Earth back when he was defeated, whereas it's just kind of like a weird montage in the theatrical release. You get like a full on here, kids, pull up a chair backstory <laughs> yeah. of that, which is interesting. You know, there's you know, you get more of like that Green Lantern that was present, a, mm-hmm. a couple glimpses more and and stuff like that. Um they set up things, like I said, uh, Martian Manhunters, and it goes full on, you know, John John green conversion right there on screen. You get the setup for Adam uh, is mm-hmm. in it, uh, mm. which is just a line. Again, no one would know this. I didn't. And I went, but they said this ca- character's name like a little too on the nose leap. Right. Zack Snyder. Right. And so I had, I went and Googled the name. Of, oh, he's one of the people who is Adam. Got it. Right. <laughs> like, that's what I had to do. Gotcha. And, and I, your average theater going public would have yeah. no room for this BS. No, clue. no room for it. Right. But it works as a as an artistic piece of something. Yes. I don't know if it's worth HBO other than just the talk, other than the the, the free yeah. marketing. Right. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's actually worth doing it. You mean well, buying, HBO you Max mean... has lots of other stuff on it, so Well I know, but like they spent a lot <laughs> Not... of money on this. Do I think they're gonna get their money's worth back out of it? No. In subscriptions? No. No, um, wait, wait, they'll go to IMAX and they'll make twice as Because <laughs> they won't have to spend the money to reformat it. I think the value is in the fact that this has brought a lot of attention to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. HBO, which is like like murdered and like aborted and, and gotten pregnant with new streaming services how many times now? Right. So yeah. there's that. But it, it, this is a weird thing, but a good time for a weird thing. So... Mike, I think I think you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm, I'm again, it. <laughs> whenever it fades to black, just turn it off and wait till the next day to turn nice. it back on. That sounds. Yeah, I like those little breaks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're making fun of the breaks, but when you started saying, I was like, "Oh, good, <laughs> that's my spot I to almost, turn it off." I and almost go back. wish it was actually broken up into actual episodes. <laughs> you could just yeah, yeah. just go. Oh, I finished one. Well, you know, that's why when they talked about the, there was rumors. Remember, it was going to be a big movie, and then yeah. it was going to be broken up, and it was going to yeah. be a mini, mini series, and it was back to a four hour movie. And, yeah. And I'm like, you know, they should have kept with the breaking it up into, epi- into episodes, you yeah. know, even if it was a, a full piece. I mean, just make it so that you can either watch it in chunks or watch the whole thing if yeah. you want, you know? Yeah. The film's biggest downfall is, is the austerity. It's too Zack Snyder oppressive. It's, I mean, it makes uh, it makes Watchmen feel like ice dancing. <laughs> um, but it, the austerity is terrible. The humor is okay. It's it's definitely welcomed when it happens, but it's kind of half. It's not good because that's not a strong suit, right? And the dialogue's abysmal. You know, <laughs> if really Batman bad. is talking to the Joker, is he going to say Harley Quinn or is he going to say Harley? Yeah, right. Batman and the Joker both know who Harley is, right? So why are they going to say the whole Harley name? Quinn, right. Because you, the viewer, need to know the whole name. So right. we're just going to make the dialogue bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we're assuming you're dumb. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, we're assuming you're dumb, but at the same time, hey, here's a floating green guy who can turn into people. Yeah. That's cool, right? <laughs> I think uh here's a here's a guy we're gonna lean into his name, like you know what that means. Like it's it's just the decision making is so odd. I think the modern I mean, this isn't just Zack Snyder that suffers from this. I feel like there's a lot of filmmakers nowadays that are up their own ass. Uh-huh. And 
Uh, I, I don't know. It's symptomatic. I mean, and the funny thing is, is these guys are like our generation too. Yeah, I know. And it's kind of it's like, part. oh, geez, we're dropping the ball on this man. I thought, oh, Gen X is going to be here and we're going to kick ass. You remember and, in high yeah, school so when much. there was like that dude in the art department that all the like people would, like worshipped everything he did, and you're like, he's such a poser, though. Yeah, he's right. such a like. Are you for real? I I, I feel like these guys now, the the filmmakers nowadays, like a Snyder or um, well, yeah. even if you go to like you know Star Wars and JJ and and Ryan and all that stuff, those guys. Well, especially Ryan. They just want to put their own mark on everything and think that every. I mean, instead of it, it felt like like the the old the old classics like the Lucases and the Spielbergs and you know the Coppolas and all those guys were great at surrounding themselves with people that um, at least back then back not then. not Lucas now yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong um, were surrounding themselves with people that you know that they had strong suits. You know, and, and they collaborated, and they collaborated, and they talked to each, each other a lot. But nowadays, like people want to put their own stamp on things, and they don't want any input from anybody. See, I look at Zack Snyder as the kid in the art department with the tattoos. A couple of the professors love him. One of them can't stand him, but knows he can't fail him or justify him a bad grade because he puts the effort in. Mm -hmm. I think he's an artist. I really believe that he, like, I don't I believe that fair. he's a poser. I believe that he really, really is trying to create something. The thing is, he doesn't know. He would be better as a production designer and like a, a, a grip, like a grip. He feels like a, a concept guy to me. And it's yeah. too bad that he can't surround himself with writers and people that can really take his vision. I, he shouldn't be a director either. He's as bad as yeah, George Lucas is. I, I agree. At directing. I would agree. Um, so it's too bad he can't find himself in like a concept role, yeah. like you're saying. My daughter, by the way, tapped out about 25 oh, I, minutes in, or I no, have. longer than that. And the reason for that is because every time Wonder Woman is on screen, <laughs> like just the screaming, okay. the screaming music, the tribal, right. like it's... There's probably two and a half hours of that. Oh, great. And, and that sucked because her battle theme is like the best thing her to come out of the first, DCU. The first one was amazing. Like, yeah. the, like she's like standing. He, there's like a dude wants to execute all these people and he's got a gun. He's been popping pop. He throws yeah. the switch for automatic fire. Yeah. And she's like, oh, crap. And he just goes to street sweep the crowd. Right. And she does, you know, she likes sliding on her knees a lot in these right. movies for some reason. Right. And she, her brings up the gauntlets and her hands are just like, just, 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 like, it looks badass. Yeah. It is so badass. Like, but ah, 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 like we're in, <laughs> we're in Metropolis or wherever. Ah, ah, ah. Right. And it's like, I get it. She's an Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Let's right. move the hell on. One time she was doing something. You start hearing the bring like that, yeah, like the, sweet guitar. Yeah. The guitar. And yeah, I was like, I yeah. That. And then it immediately turned amazing. back. And, ah, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I love her theme. You're right. Yeah, my, my daughter seriously Freddy. went, this music is horrible, and got up and left. <laughs> yeah, I've had no uh, compulsion whatsoever to introduce this to my kids, none yeah. whatsoever. So yeah. I know this is a me thing. So, yeah. um, If you can, uh, go ahead and speed it up, 1.5. <laughs> Same movie, but it'll just happen faster. <laughs> okay. Because two-thirds of the movie's in slow motion. Uh, Extreme oh. slow motion. Oh, so who, who abuses it more? JJ with the lens flares or, <laughs> or Snyder, Snyder with the slow motion. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with Snyder with the slow motion because Everything. JJ and the lens flares is only a couple of films. Snyder's a slow motion is his entire portfolio. My, my wife watched maybe two minutes and it was the football scene. Oh God, they, the whole thing. Where everything so was in slow motion for no apparent reason. For no She's reason. Like, 
She just looked at it and she's like, why? But see, that's why. <laughs> that's where Zach <laughs> like, Snyder, I don't know. <laughs> that's where he's the artist who wants to show you, like, slow right. it down Everything so you can see every seen, detail. And it's yeah. like, no, actually, Zach, in a movie, sometimes it's good to feel the crushing speed of something. Right. Sometimes. Uh, that's better yeah. sometimes it never happens you know, in this movie that's what's funny though is because remember man of steel and how awful that was because of how fast the action was and the camera was just <laughs> <laughs> and now the it's the exact opposite that's hilarious yeah. so anyway <laughs> that is more than enough about that yeah, yeah, yeah. how he's already pulled his headphones off his ears and yeah. is surfing the internet he's going home so well, at one point <laughs> my eardrums were literally vibrating <laughs> I had to do it for my own sanity for my eardrums. He, can, he doesn't oh. have a button that turns down the eardrum the, or the earphones. He <laughs> well, okay, let's do that. <laughs> you can't hear anybody else. Yay. <laughs> How's that go working for you? I'm fine. How are you? It, that actually doesn't mess with you? No, not at all. It's oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds exactly the same. I can't hear anybody. <laughs> Let's talk this about some new, new, news. news. Yeah, dude, we're on the send. That's just the master out. I hope what, that doesn't what, mess what, what, the recording, what? though. <laughs> we'll find out. I guess you'll find out. <laughs> well, Howie, you might want to turn back down. <laughs> <laughs> More superheroes in the news this week, boys. Yeah. The Black superheroes. Marvel Black Widow in the news. Woo! He's turning it down. Is it it coming out? (laughs) We will... uh, She doesn't have superpowers. It's okay. She doesn't have superpowers. We'll breeze through this. Okay, so uh, just to give you a a quick recap of the Black Widow movie, it was supposed to come out last year. Uh, COVID put the brakes on everything. supposed to be Uh, the kickoff of phase four. Yeah. It was supposed to be. Um, They've since had a second. Yeah. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it, man. (laughs) On his wrist. (laughs) Uh, They've since uh, attempted to release it, I think, in the fall. That fell through. Actually, so now um, (laughs) it is scheduled for a theatrical release in May. Bob Chapek. <laughs> the 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 new Bobiger. The new Bobiger. The Bob Ch- Oh Bob Paycheck. Bob Bobiger Bob, too. Bobby Paychecks. <laughs> Bobby mm-hmm. Paychecks. You know that's his name. That um, is now. So that's what uh, they call him. He in a recent I think it had to be that investor call that had all the Star Wars stuff in it, but uh they were uh he was asked a question specifically about uh about Black Widow and he is essentially admitting that yeah, this might just be um, well, we still plan to release it to theaters, but also, you know, if things, you know, um, it might just go straight to Disney Plus. Yep. So um, <laughs> I think that's no. wise. I theaters are reopening point, and people are not are, going. They're not going right, and that, and I think that's what he was trying to tell people is that we're just gonna have to feel it out because yeah. he's like they're just opening now. We're gonna have to see how people react. Ours have been open but, for a while. Um, I went there yeah. Sunday afternoon. I didn't see Did a you? movie. I went to buy popcorn. Oh. I went in and I bought the tub because it's been so long since I've had theater popcorn. Now, mind yeah. you, I have a theater popper, but <laughs> right. shut up. And I went and for a Sunday afternoon, it had, I don't think it was down that, like maybe 20, 30% down from what it would have been before. Oh, really? Sunday afternoons weren't huh. huge. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I was kind of surprised by that. Well, I, I think a lot of Tom and Jerry watchers. Yeah, sure. Ugh, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And yeah, it's it's funny because yeah, this was supposed to be the big kickoff. And uh yeah. I think at this point, 
I, WandaVision has almost taken that place. I mean, you know, I, it's yeah, kind of, it it's taken the story and, and that's thrusting us forward to the multiverse and the new Spider-Man thing. So, and we um, had, uh, the new one come out just like mentioned earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. Falcon. Doc and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, it's, it's a shame because I, you know, I was kind of looking forward to that movie. I, you know, I wasn't expecting a lot of it because it's kind of a prequel, mm-hmm. you know, because she's dead at the end of Endgame, of course. But, um. You know, I was interested in seeing it, but it's almost an afterthought now. I mean, they've moved forward. They waited. That's been my concern all (laughs) along, that this other stuff would come out that would start expanding the story and that anything that is a prequel will start to feel more and more limited. Prequels are already a misstep. Right. If you're making a prequel, you've already made a mistake. You might do it well, might be successful, but you've already made a mistake. I think it would have been successful where they would have release it right after Endgame, but we're too far, in my opinion, we're too far away now, and I don't think it's going to get much attention, and in my opinion, also, they probably should have just pushed it to streaming last oh, they year absolutely I mean, should have. They should it just should have been out in november released it and got it done and thanksgiving everybody would have watched it over the holiday weekend and yeah, been sure. talking about it yep yep, yep. so they anyway didn't. missed opportunity maybe but i'm still looking forward to it when it finally gets somewhere yeah we'll see anyway yeah. that's all i had for news oh no man the what I don't know if y'all know this, but a lot of people consider Weird Al Yankovic to be a musical genius. Yes. Or a genius in general. Yes. Well, just to give you some idea, he started kindergarten early. Oh. And then they just straight up skipped the second grade. (laughs) Who needs it? And then he graduated high school at the age of 16. Dang. As valedictorian. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) And let me tell you one thing more. Reason huh? why Weird Al plays the accordion. When the traveling salesman representing the music local music place came by, they offered lessons for two instruments, guitar or accordion. And oh, Frank yeah. Yankovic, Polka King of America, said, <laughs> boy, <laughs> you, you playing the accordion. accordion. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. And he's the master. Some might say he's the best accordion player there of is. All, t- oh. all time. Yeah, yeah sure. All time. He can sure squeeze that box. Yeah. Speaking of squeezing boxes, it's time to get in on the Weird Al business, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alfred Yankovic. Alfred Yankovic. Added the weird Al, added weird to his name in college when he was DJing for the college radio station oh, nice. and needed a DJ name. Oh, that's awesome. He gave himself <laughs> had no weird idea. Al. I hope you're going to no, fill me full of knowledge I don't have tonight. That was a thing people were calling him to make fun of him. And he's like, oh, I'm going I'm to roll with it. I'm going to turn it around. It. Yeah. I'm embracing this. Yeah. yeah. He pulled a, 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 a Lannister. What's his name? The, the little Tyrion? Guy. Yeah. Back when yeah, the nerds were you know, really ostracized, yeah, yeah, in the dark times. That's something that that people like the kids these days. <laughs> Reclaim the imp. They <laughs> don't. They don't understand that it wasn't that long ago where being a nerd was still horrible. Yeah, it was a bad deal. I was I was part nerd as a kid. I had nerdy interests. But the committed nerds even creeped me out because I was <laughs> yeah. the guy. I was you know I was the theater nerd. I was the music nerd. I was, you know, and right. I liked Star Wars and, and video games a lot. 
quietly at home. <laughs> you know, and then one of the band nerds goes, dude, do you want to learn to play Magic the Gathering? And I'm like, no, but I'll sit with you one time. Okay, we're done. Still no. Now, forget the fact that I've got a crate full of Magic cards now because course, I have given right. in to so many things over the years because it's 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 less ostracized i'll fully admit mm -hmm. that i probably became much more open-minded because well a i got to know people that i liked who were into this stuff who i trusted but also it just became less weird i credit Ooh, revenge of the nerds revenge of the nerds with a <laughs> no that was a yeah. huge huge thing even though revenge of the nerds it's a perfect example of how people used to think of sure. nerds. oh yeah absolutely mm -hmm. I, yeah it was pretty bad so. i credit marvel and Superhero stuff. Yeah. Superhero yeah, stuff no. becoming before, much more. That was like in the yeah. basement of your yep. your basement. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. The I mean smoky comic shop. Oh yeah. I, I never mean, told anybody I had a sack of comic books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I never. mean, you're right. Those and those kids at school that knew all that stuff, you're just like it, you, I'd go glossy eyed and they start talking about it. You Do you have know? any idea how crazy how like how insanely happy I was when I found out that Garrick read the little Archie comic things? <laughs> the little ones from like the supermarket stands? Sure, right. Because oh, yeah, I was like, I literally I'm I figured that they only printed those and sold them to me. Because <laughs> I never saw or heard anybody else, but I'm like, oh Betty and Veronica Double Digest, hook me up. Oh yeah, my buddy and I would Ride our bikes to the comic book shop, and it was disgusting and dark and <laughs> yeah. scary. Different experience. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> now they're neat places to go with all of the shiny and <laughs> Yeah, now they're all light every, and everything's yeah, all organized. Every other store is trying to get in on the action, <laughs> right, too. It's right. a totally different animal. But Weird Al was a nerd, but he was a musical genius and got noticed when, uh, yeah, doing the DJ thing in college and uh, the... He couldn't sneak much of his own music onto the college radio station, but that's when Dr. Demento stepped in. Mm -hmm. Y'all, does anybody have some insight on the who Dr. Demento was? No, not much. He's a, he was a name. DJ in Los Angeles. That's yeah. a, I think. Okay. And, really famous for doing like, uh, oh, who's who, who would be uh, like uh, Howard Stern-ish yeah. type? Okay. Yeah, kind of like, yeah. Kind of like a shock jock, but it was more just like yeah. weird, goofy shock yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't like in your face. It was just, yeah, it's goofy, weird. And in fact, sometimes. you know, we talked about the song Fish Heads when we did the Bill Paxton <laughs> yeah, podcast. Right. Fish, heads, Fish Heads. I, when I first heard that song, it was, Demento, it was right. uh, okay. given to me and on a Dr. Demento mixtape. I don't okay. know if he, if that song actually was on Dr. Yeah. Demento, but that's what it, someone gave like it would have been. First time uh, I ever heard the song. Yeah, that's Dr. Demento. He was on the black uh, little kid black market back in the yeah, day. Yeah, it really was the little kid black market. Dude, like little nerd kids. Like, you know, like once you really trust, like maybe you haven't had the kid over to your house to stay overnight yet, but you've hung out a little bit outside of school and you're starting to think, I can trust you to let you know that this is something I enjoy, which was like a giant pact. Yeah. And they hand you a mixtape of like Dr. Demento songs, you know, or Dr. Mm -hmm. Demento like skets, sketches and stuff. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. But yeah, Dr. Demento took notice of Al and started playing his music. I believe the, the breakout was My Bologna. <laughs> nice. Which was recorded in the bathroom across from the radio station at Weird at Al's College, where they had literally mic cables that had to go all the way down the hall and into the bathroom. And they recorded the song there. And then the who's the the lead of uh, the guy who did Maestrona the band? 
My Sharona band. I don't even know. I, wow, Mike, this is where I expect you to step in. But yeah. Come on, he, Mike. You're he the heard music it and guy. liked it, and the head of Capitol Records was there, and they're like, you know what? You should put this guy on Capitol, and it took uh, off from there. It, they're called The Knack. The Knack. The Knack. So, yeah. Alfred was launched into f- f- superstardom from uh, from college radio. Wow. Nice. I, I, I honestly never knew his origin story, to be honest. Yeah. He was bit by a radioactive accordion. <laughs> True story. Yeah. And now he is a polka god. He is the guy that, that by definition, if he satires your song, that's how you know you've made it. <laughs> right? True. Yep. Did we tell the Dave Grohl story earlier? Or was that? We no, were, no, that we was all. We were off air. No, we have not told that. Yeah. B- basically, yeah. That, um, um, what'd you say, Garrick? It was at the Saturday Night Live taping yeah, that uh, like, Nirvana did. Well, I, I was watching. I was watching a clip from uh, who's that guy who was on Saturday Night Live? Not Jimmy Fallon, the other guy. No, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> and he had Dave Grohl, <laughs> and he he brought up like, "Hey, what did you think of that Weird Al, you know, thing?" And Smells like said, Nirvana. He's like, he said, basically, some somebody from Saturday Night Live, he didn't remember who, came in and said, hey, there's uh, Weird Al's on the phone and wants to talk to you. He picked up the phone and Weird Al's like, hey, I want, I really want a parody Smells Like Teen Spirit. And Dave Grohl was like, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the I thing. saw an interview with uh, Kurt Cobain and, and he kind of had this... Uh, the same i mean he's obviously yeah. telling the same story and, yeah and basically his comment was is that you know you've made it when you get a phone call from weird al yeah you know <laughs> yeah and the funny thing is when we were young and there was no internet we didn't have access to all these celebrity interviews all the time it was like oh man do you think they're pissed off that <laughs> like weird Al made this awesome song making fun of their song and it seems like almost yeah, coll- almost pretty universal co- universal yeah. that like people are like oh hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's probably been a couple of exceptions but here's the thing weird al doesn't legally need to get permission from anybody because the satire it's is protect it's parody yeah. and it's it is protected. now i don't know that it always has i think that case happened in early 2000s or something that pr- helped push forward the parody thing i think they needed permission Back in the 80s when he was doing that stuff. I, I think there were a couple parodies, artists. Parody's been predicted for a long time. I think it just depends on how, if it's real parody or if it's selective. Like, sampling was a big issue up until the early 2000s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a big, big yeah. issue. And that's probably deeper than we need to get to right. here. But. Right. But Weird Al has always, always calls and gets permission. Yeah. He, yeah right. Just because he just that's feels it's the right the kind of guy do. he is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And from all, from anything I can tell, or anybody as, as kooky and cockamamie as he always acts on mm-hmm. camera, everybody says he's like the nicest person <laughs> yeah, on the planet, right. and that he is a mad genius. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, Weird Al. Yeah. How do we even it, begin to talk about the dude's musical repertoire? It, 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 there are just real quick. There are people who have refused. Yeah. Like he'll ask him first. Like he'll have Paul the McCartney song ready to go. Famously, and if said they that. don't, and he, I'm sure he could do it. Like we were saying, like it's protected. But I think he honors the he artist yeah. enough to say, "I'm not going to release this." Because what Paul McCartney's song was he going to do? Live and Let Die. He wanted to do live a parody of Live and Let Die. I was going to say it's either some, Live and Let Die or Say Say Say. He was going to do <laughs> an Eminem song, but Eminem's. A, He's a jerk. Yeah, jackass. Eminem is a jackass. He's also a genius, but a jackass. And then Prince was notoriously, 
Yeah, kind of. he's very, yeah, he's weird. <laughs> Doesn't like people messing I'm with him. sorry, I'll go ahead and say Prince was a jackass, guys. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll be the one. Prince was a mad genius. He, he could yeah. write uh, four bars of music better than almost anybody and then play him over and over and over Prince. and over and over. <laughs> Prince Prince lived in a, on a different plane from everybody, a different level of existence than everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. His personal life was strange. I would love to hear Weird Al do an Eminem song. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Maybe if Eminem dies before Weird Al, he can do it. I right? feel like he was dressed oh, as Eminem great. in the white and nerdy video. <laughs> he kind of was. Yeah. He was like a cross between Eminem and Kip from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> um... What's your guys' first introduction to Weird Al? Oh, good question. I think for me it was Eat It. Eat it, eat it, eat As it. was mine. Was it you? That, I, that's, I mean, for guys <laughs> of our age that grew up, I had some 80s exposure in the 80s. Definitely eat it was probably the biggest yeah. one. Or fat. But um Yoda. <laughs> I'm fat. I, I was gonna say Yoda. It may be Yoda or Eat It. I'm not yeah. entirely sure because we yeah. were we were um, Star Wars super nerds and my my cousins were the ones that introduced me to him. My, my cousin Brian and uh, I, yeah, I remember him playing the Yoda song, which was to the tune of Layla. Yeah, Lola. <laughs> over Not Lola. Layla. Sorry, that's a very yeah, different. Song. That's a very different song. Yeah, right, right. yeah Lola. Um, and I, boy, we memorized all those lyrics. We could do that song front to back. See, I heard hilarious. a kid singing Yoda on the bus. Yeah, he's like just sitting there, just like he's bored. Yoda. So he just starts out loud, just. And a crowded bus of kids just, oh, my Yoda. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And I guess, weird now. And I'm like, is that the guy who does eat it? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't really, like, I heard Weird Al songs. I'm like, eh, it's fine. I didn't know anything about his polka. Yeah. Right. I didn't know about any of that. Only this, only the spoofs, you know, parody songs. Right. Un- until I was a teenager and when Alapalooza came out. So that was like the 90s when he like had this like resurgence. resurgence yeah, big one, yeah. That was like a li- more than just a like funny haha. Like people are like actually mm-hmm. paying attention. Right. Because he's been around for 20 years at this yeah. point. And yeah, it was Alapalooza. I went out and bought right away. And I, God, I wore the tape out in my parents' <laughs> car and then bought the CD to put in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but eat. I, I mean, I would have to guess. I mean, in terms of him being popularized in the culture, the eat it when you know he's parodying Michael Jackson. Who well, was and the videos gigantic at the, the time. Yeah, and the videos. Michael Jackson's music videos are making music videos matter more than they ever have. Right. And here comes a guy who's doing shot for shot parodies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> shot for shot. Yeah. Dead on. Yes. Yeah, that Eat It video is something else, man. It is. <laughs> it's good stuff. Which I the- love too that in that Eat It video they get the same two guys that are dueling. Yeah, and but they pull one pulls out a fork and one pulls out a spoon. Yeah, they're stabbing <laughs> at each other. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> and just watching Weird Al. See, okay, he is such a physical person. But he knows his limitations. He knows he can't be Michael Jackson because nobody could dance like Michael Jackson. So he's just going to do, all right, I'm going to do my Weird Al version of it. And it's terrible and it's hilarious because he's he's committed to it. So many levels of parody. It's so yeah. great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> With his brown jerry curl just bouncing all over the place. <laughs> oh, and the glasses. The he glasses does, were... I, he does the... Uh, the hand movements and everything's like a 
a sound effect and he gets confused. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's fat noticing video. the sound effect yeah. on the, yeah, the fat video. <laughs> yep. That part always tracks me up because you look so confused why all these sound effects are happening. But then he starts having fun with it. That's the other thing. I mean, we talk about his music, but the videos were works of art themselves. Oh, yeah. Man. I oh, mean, yeah. Oh, my God. Talking, we were talking about a, a couple, two, three weeks ago or whatever about those high kicks that he's doing. Oh, yeah. On the, on the Gump he's, video. Yeah. Which. Gump. The more I was watching videos, that <laughs> might be one of my favorites. Me too. I'd never, I never heard that song until I don't know a few, couple few years ago. And I, when I was in high school, I love that song. I went sure. out and I bought the President's United States of America yeah. CD, yeah. just for Lump, and then heard Peaches, and I'm like, oh, that's oh, that that's other song I was talking about. Yeah. But I just love that song, Lump, and. We watched that music video, which I'd never seen a music video, and I was like, oh my God. It is, again, shot for shot. Yeah. The, the, the president's music right. video for Lump mixed with Forrest Gump. Right. Right. Like they're they're it's like a a fusion of two completely different visual things. So stuff. successfully, and yeah, the high kicks are just the high kicks are my favorite. I, how he didn't pull a groin <laughs> at his age, I have yeah. no idea, man. Sixty one, sixty one. That, that's oh not God. as old as I would have predicted, but he still only looks like he's in his mid forties. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, the vampire, Al Yankovic. Yeah. So your first exposure, worth the eat it, Yoda. Yeah. Yep, and that's yeah, Garrick. That. Same for you. Uh, actually, mine was like a surgeon. Oh, really? Like a surgeon, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember era. the the what happened, but or how this occurred. But it, I think it was either middle school, like eighth grade, maybe maybe uh, when I was a freshman. One of the teachers brought in a VHS of Yankovic videos, and I have no <laughs> idea how he got it. But <laughs> he taped them. <laughs> he played like a surgeon for the class, and I don't know why. But I was like, oh, this is amazing. I didn't even know the original song. Yeah, the yeah, so well, first time I heard that song, I'd never heard like, Madonna's like a version. This is hilarious. Like, and then later on, I've, you know, I've obviously found out it's a Madonna song and <laughs> what, the, what the real <laughs> lyrics were, and it made it even more yeah. funny. Yeah, you're like, I'm uncomfortable with the real thing. I want to go back to my <laughs> yeah, comfort zone. Weird Al. Al. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's falling on the gurney and bed, yeah, like a surgeon, he's pulling random items out of a dude for the very first with time. a chainsaw. Yes, <laughs> so good. But he's again dancing and moving yeah. like Madonna yeah, right. in her music. It's right. oh my gosh, and he's just this gangly white dude who <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. He he he. I have a feeling that if Weird Al, if no one was looking. He's probably a fantastic dancer because what he's able to do and look ridiculous is just too good. It's just too good. He's too good to, you know, someone's so bad, you can tell they're bad, but if they're so that kind of bad, you can tell they're good and they know how to be bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone who can fake bad is better than most people who are good. Right. Yeah, exactly. But is bad fat? Yes. Yep. It is. That's that's the thing. <laughs> Come on, man! I got another slice of pizza right in my pocket. <laughs> hey, man! You ain't fat. You ain't fat. You ain't fat. <laughs> Leave me alone. 
the, the the hardest thing about that music video, the fat music video, is all the Michael Jackson crotch grabs that Weird Al does <laughs> with his fat, fat suit. suit that the stomach is so huge he can't reach his his crotch, and so he's just grabbing the bottom of the fat suit and yanking, yanking it, it up. up. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, he's committed. Yeah, he's not gonna not do it because that's what Michael Jackson was doing all the way through the bad video. Shimona. Oh my gosh! Uh, y'all ever watch the uh, Jurassic Park music video? No. So the so. Alapalooza, the cover was the Jurassic Park logo, but the T Rex head was Weird Al's head okay, with pointy right. teeth. Right, I've seen that. Yeah. Well, the lead-in song on that album is Jurassic Park. I think it's just called the Jurassic Park song or Jurassic Park. It's Scary what's the at night? Yeah, Jurassic Park is frightening in the dark. That's what it is. And um, what's the name of the Andy Williams song that's lampooning like? something godsford's park or something i don't remember the name of the song but you know someone left the cake out in the rain that song <laughs> wait is this a claymation one yes that's why i'm bringing okay. it up the music yes. video was completely claymation <laughs> have you guys yes. have you guys ever seen it a long time ago oh my god really good it is marvelous it's just like all this like claymation jurassic park and dinosaurs eating people and doing goofy things <laughs> no. and weird al is also claymation the whole time it's it's a masterpiece. It would never have been made uh, a minute later than it was. That was like the last time you could get away with doing it. It looked like an MTV commercial. Um, but I, I love it so much because there's just so many visual gags, like the dinosaur eating a dude off the toilet and everything. It's all claymation, you know. And like at one point, he gets all oh, like Mr. DNA and then Mrs. DNA's in the shower and the camera all pans on her and she screams. It's great. It's absolutely great because that's the thing. It pays so much attention to the source material that they're parodying, you know, that you could tell like it's a labor of love. Just now we were listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers lampooning yeah. where where it's the Flintstones song. Right. right. And he's singing, yeah, he's singing about Royal Order, Royal Order uh, Water Buffalo or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but like it, he's going like deep cut Flintstones because that's what he does. He's not going to just scratch surface. He's going to nail it. Every time, oh, and yeah. I, I'm just I'm um, I get away from I forget about Weird Al at times, and then he comes back, and I'm like, yeah. why am I not always listening to this? Right, for real. All right, so a history lesson. <clears throat> Ooh. All right, bring it on. Uh, because we talked about Weird Al and how he always gets the uh, permission. Permission. Do you do we know why that he does this? I know why. Do you know why? There's a specific event that had happened. Oh, please indulge us. He gets sued or something? Enlighten um, us. No, but although he, I think he was afraid of being sued. Uh, after he did Amish Paradise, yeah, Coolio had some very negative words oh, towards Coolio. this thing. Listen, it's got a good, it's got a good ending. It should. Oh, I like okay. Coolio. Um, yeah. So there was. Uh, Weird Al thought that he had permission from his people, his reps. from his people, and Coolio said, no, "I never gave permission." And he he thought it was uh, uh, I can't see the words, but basically it was you know did bad on his song because this was a serious thing. Yeah, you know, and yeah, really this parody, was. You know, made this parody that, nah, but. And that was done in 96. Yeah. 
Uh, apparently, they had wow. made up it by 2014, and Julio said uh, that basically he was an idiot. Quote, I was being cocky and shit. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Julio stupid, has mellowed out like and crazy. And I was wrong. Yeah, and I should have embraced that shit and went with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good on you, Coolio. So no, Coolio is straight up. mellow. Thanks, yeah. He grew up Thanks, and he realized what it was mm-hmm. and that it was pretty cool. So. Even Ezekiel says that my mind is gone. <laughs> I'm a man of the land. <laughs> I love Amish paradise. Although it's kind of yeah, funny. Talk about a good video. After, they made, after they made up, uh, Weird Al said, I don't remember what we said to each other exactly. But it was very friendly. I doubt I'll be invited to Coolio's next birthday party, but at least I can stop wearing that bulletproof <laughs> vest to the mail. <laughs> nice. I'm going to tell you, I want to know. I want to be in the room. I want to have been in the room when someone said, but who's going to be our Michelle Pfeiffer analog? And someone said, <laughs> Florence Henderson, of course. Like I, I wish I could have been there to have heard that. In and that meeting. What's really creative. creepy, though is how old is Florence Henderson in that? But when she comes and sits down, you're like, yeah, you know, even in the... <laughs> yeah, you kind of... I kind of take point. a double take. I'm like, yeah. is, is, no, is that? No. I mean, she's looking good in, in the most is conservative it? clothing that there is. <laughs> is it Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah, there's not Michelle... No, wait, no. that's Florence Henderson because nope, only she's Florence got Henderson. eyeballs like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love... Shirted lots of butter. <laughs> Milk the cows on Tuesdays. Or no, raise a barn on Monday, then we raise a daughter. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is one of my favorites. I can't pick a favorite, but more his more modern, like every time he does something new, I like it more and more. I would say for me, it's probably a toss up for his parody songs. Amish Paradise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, White and Nerdy. Oh, White yeah. and Nerdy, definitely. Good video. And, oh, fantastic video. Donny Osmond selling it. <laughs> <laughs> selling it so hard. You, Key and yeah, Peele. Uh, the, wait, Key the, best, Peel? part, the yep. best part of that white nerdy video is when he's in the back alley. Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> Dude, I felt like I was breaking international trade law when I ordered Mike VHS copy of the Star Wars <laughs> holiday eBay. special on eBay and took three months to get it from the dude. Nice. And I was like, I was like, I thought I was like, seriously, like black market. Right. And then I see him do that and that a couple, several years later, I'm cracking up. I'm like, oh God, that's good stuff. Because I'm so wide and nerdy. He got Donny Osmond because he needed the whitest person he could possibly think of. As a backup dancer. As a backup dancer. And Donny Osmond is a, he can dance, man. Donny Osmond is a full package, man. Yeah, but he was not doing the good dancing. No, but he was doing the bad dancing well. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> it was so pop pop. <laughs> I love I love when he talks about spending an evening with bubble wrap and they and it cuts back to him standing there in like the the Eminem Kip outfit with Donny Oz behind him and they synchronize this hip like it's almost like like a little floss before flossing was a thing. And he said pop pop and they're both in sync and every time I die. I just like <laughs> I start laughing so hard. So yeah, Amish Paradise, White and Nerdy, and I'm gonna say it, I love Tacky. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Have you seen the music video for Tacky? No. It's, fantastic. it's one shot. The whole shot, music yeah. video is one long camera shot. And it's Weird Al at the beginning, and he's doing it's because I'm happy. It's because I'm tacky. Okay. Come along. And, you know, all that stuff. 
And it's like him, and then it's the the it's the the chick from Whose Line Is It Anyway comes in and she's mm-hmm. mouthing it, and they're all wearing tag, and it's like Margaret Cho, and then it's uh uh what's her name from Last Man on Earth, who's the voice of of uh of the chick, the the youngest girl on Bob's Burgers. I can never remember her name. Uh, Allison Shaw. Yeah. Shaw. Kristen Shaw. There you go. Kristen Shaw. Nailed it. Um Going down an elevator, and then it's Jack Black doing his ninja dance moves, and nice. you know, and stuff like that. And then, and I can't remember who it is at the very end, right before it's Weird Al again. Now on the bottom, you know, out in the alleyway, they start on the top floor of the building, and down the alley, it's one shot the yeah. whole time. Cool. It's really good. It's really good. Huh. Yeah, that that's a good one. I really good. I like all those. I yeah. like I like his Star Wars parodies. Oh, Yoda yeah. was just the beginning. Oh yeah, because he's done many of them. Yeah. Over the, the, years. Saga begins. the saga begins. The saga begins. Thank, I probably, could not remember the name. Yes, that that's definitely one of my faves. That is that is the most perfect song in existence. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I that's the one that got my kid to turn the corner. Yeah, because I was like, here, I'm gonna play one you'll understand. I know that she's vaguely familiar with uh, American Pie. You know, mm-hmm. um, not the movies, uh, but uh, I knew that the Star Wars thing, like it would be more graspable to her than mm-hmm. some of his older stuff. And the, yeah, she's <laughs> she kind of sat up. This and, here Anakin guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the words, my, my, this here Anakin guy, maybe Vader someday later. <laughs> now he's just a small fry. <laughs> yeah, hello. Nailed it. If you come up with that, you are committed by the laws of the old gods to finish that song. Yeah. <laughs> Those that, are that, amazing uh, The Don McLean song, like yeah. uh, America Pie. Yeah. It's that. I love that song to oh, begin who with. doesn't? Like it's, I'll listen to all 22 minutes of that song. (laughs) What's the thing? Weird Al didn't pull punches. He does the whole thing. He does it perfectly, like note for note, but just the words are changed. And he, you know, he understands Star Wars, obviously, he's a huge nerd. And he's able to reflect that in the lyrics. It's so good. And he does the entire plot of episode one. That's the thing. It's not just a song about Star Wars. It's a song that is the plot of episode one in music form. And I loved (laughs) during that era that he would come out with this band and they'd all be in Jedi robes. Yeah. They'd sit sit in a big circle and and perform that. It's just great. (laughs) Long, long time ago I can still remember. You do know he made a song about clones, right? Yes, uh, I think I'm a clone now. Yes, but yes. It's, it's not yes. Star Wars clones, but yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. That Holy is a good cow. one. <laughs> I, it's just as I'm flipping through YouTube, I'm like, what do do I like any songs he hasn't done? Not do I not like any of his songs? Is there a song that I like that he hasn't done? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, true. Beethoven's Fifth. I don't. He's <laughs> probably worked that in somewhere. Yeah, probably. But spam, yeah. My yeah, my polka face is another good one. Yeah, that Mike hilarious. had not heard until tonight. No, hilarious. Oh man, that's a good one. Good stuff. And that's the thing. You've got all his satire, but then you've also got all of his polka songs, which aren't sat. They're not parodies. They're polka versions of other songs. It's just the polka version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he plays the accordion, he understands polka like a poet, and. Like, that's why we kicked off with Bohemian Rhapsody being an easily recognizable one, you know, <laughs> uh, for a lot of people. But I also, uh, the first time I heard that, because I was not familiar with this polka earlier in uh, his work. It wasn't until the 90s with Alapalooza, and that was on that album. And I remember listening to it going, 
my God, this isn't just a polka version of Bohemian Rhapsody, which is a pursuit worth pursuing. Sure. This is a genius. It's a work of art. Polka version. It is a work of art. And I don't know anything about polka, but I can tell this is genius <laughs> with all these tropes. I mean, from the slide whistles, you know, it's all there. Yeah. You think you can stone me and spit in my eye? Like these ridiculous sound effects. And it's just, it's masterful, masterful. And he's done a ton of polka versions of songs over the years. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, not everything he does, not everything he does is parody. Not everything he does is polka. He's right. got, he's got a few things just dialed in that he some does of so them, dang well. Some of them like, uh, well, the dare to be stupid album back in the eighties, but yeah, the Yoda and all that stuff. Dare to be stupid is not a direct parody, but the style mm -hmm. is Devo. Like, to the max. Dare to be stupid. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So. Well, that's what Devo was doing. Right. Yeah. That type <laughs> of stuff. So. Years before Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but even the smells like Nirvana video, it, another uh, one. It's, I don't know that I've ever seen that video. It's scene for scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it is. <laughs> it's scene for scene in the. Um, it's great because they're in the you know the gymnasium and they have the cheerleaders. Yeah. And the cheerleaders put their arms up. And they've got hairy arms under <laughs> hairy armpits. <laughs> and it's just real stupid. And there's this great scene I think where he's uh, he's uh, he's singing the lyrics, but they always made fun of uh, Kurt Cobain because you could hardly understand his lyrics. Yeah. So it's him. He's, what is he? He's like chewing on ice or puts like rocks in his mouth or marbles. something. There's a rock there's marbles falling out of his mouth. <laughs> and then there's this great scene where the hair is in his face and, and he's singing into the uh, into the camera and then he takes a pair of scissors and cuts his hair off <laughs> so you can see his face. It's just fantastic, man. That's good. <laughs> you know how that how that song smells like teen spirit got its name um yeah from the the the, the, the deodorant, deodorant yes, you mentioned the hairy armpits yeah, I right, remember yeah. That. <laughs> right yeah like kurt cobain was hanging out with a girl and some other girl bounces into the room and like hops on the bed and she goes it smells like teen spirit in here <laughs> yeah. and i don't and, think i don't think he understood that it was a deodorant at the time yeah though. it he, might, it might the, be he yeah. just like like literally thought that chick just blew his mind right. in some way <laughs> whoa <laughs> The fact that there was a deodorant called Teen, Teen Spirit, Spirit says yes. you everything you I need know. to know about the late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> oh, man. And the fact that it yeah became as huge as it did. <laughs> His original music is uh, is a whole other thing. I think that's probably the thing that gets the least amount of love. Yeah. From, oh, yeah. from like, normies. Yeah, Maybe sure. not from, like, I mean, hardcore Because people love the parody. But like, uh, there's a lot of it I haven't heard. But like, like I said, and I've, I've said this a thousand times to you guys, and listen to it. Frank's 2000 inch TV to me is just one of the best 90s songs ever done. <laughs> it is so 90s, like you know, it's it's got like hints of like a, it's like an electric hootie song, electric hootie hootie, <laughs> not cootie, uh, or booty, it, yeah. And I love that song. Every time it comes on, I get goosebumps because it just comes on randomly, whatever. But every time <laughs> I listen to it, I get goosebumps because of how much it takes me back to that time. And how much I love that song. What like what are some original songs that you can think of, Mike? That well, the Dare to Be Stupid was the one that came to my mind. Oh, right, right. Off the top of my head. Um, geez, oh, I have to look at that first album. There's a couple on there. Garrick, do you have any of the, his original stuff? Uh, no, no. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> the top, well, that's I get, the, like, yeah, you're right. I that's can't. not the stuff that gets the music so, videos and stuff like that. Yeah. The, I didn't. I mean, I don't stuff, think I ever knew that he made originals until several years ago. You yeah. talked about yeah 
I, I think that's. I think a lot of people's like exposure through the eight from the latter half of the eighties through with the nineties was, was through one. like MTV and stuff. So if it wasn't in a music video, you might not ever hear it. It's not like his original stuff was getting played on radio stations or anything. In fact, I, I know for the longest time I didn't realize he actually put up like albums. Oh, you saw he just dropped songs like singles every now and then or something. Yeah, yeah. I just, it just like, it leaked oh, out on yeah, a, like like it was on a radio show and yeah. it got popular. Yeah. Yeah, I think I probably thought that until Alapalooza, until the 90s, I probably was in the same boat there. But, like, I could spend a day, I think, just listening to his songs and not run out. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the dude has been prolific. Yeah, his polka parodies all day long. Oh, my gosh. I don't even really enjoy... I don't dislike polka, but I don't seek it out. But when I get in the mood for Weird Al polka, I'm I'm in. Yeah, he's he's great at it. I'm just scrolling through some of his songs, and they're so he his catalog is so huge. It's huge he's dude. done stuff that I didn't even realize he did. Yep, me too. Like, uh, dang it, where's well the polka face was one of them. Yeah. Um, dang it, where did I just see um, <laughs> party in the party in the CIA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I can't wait to watch this. Oh man, I gotta check that one out, <laughs> dude. There's a lot out there, man. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, we forgot. I lost on Jeopardy. That's one of his old classics. Oh yeah, yeah I like that. I lost that one. on Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Lost yeah. on Jeopardy. Yeah, his what's his, his uh oh what was that album? He had he had a uh, what was it called? Mandatory Fun was his last studio album. Yeah, because he named it that way because he wanted to get out of his contract, but he had so many years that he signed up for yeah so they made him come out with a a new album so he just called it mandatory fun to poke fun at (laughs) the record producer (laughs) nice i uh yeah i don't know man i i mean we haven't talked much about uhf part of that being that because like we said howie and i haven't haven't seen it it. but i would feel remiss because i know there's gonna be some listeners out there be like uhf is so funny but we're gonna have a whole episode on UHF. Yeah, yeah probably, we're gonna make you. We're so. gonna make you watch it, and Sir, we're gonna do it. I think we should just do change? a viewing party. We should do an online viewing party like we did for Flight of the Navigator. That oh, might be fun. Hell yeah! Oh, yeah. oh I'll watch that all day. All right, long. badgers. Day. We don't need no stinking badgers. Set a lot of people don't know this, but turtles are nature's suction cups. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> mike's mad at us again <laughs> no seriously michael, Rich- michael richards office. in this too is just it's sheer brilliance yeah i mean you thought <laughs> i thought i loved him in in seinfeld i re-fell in love with him when i watched uh he's a, he's oh a totally gosh. different character yes, which is completely right oh, I, know, I know i'm familiar enough with it <laughs> It's like it's like something Howie and Silence of the Lambs. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> the, the guy from Sixteen Candles, uh, Long Long Duck Dong. From oh yeah, Long Duck Candles. Dong is in it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, sexy Supplies! girlfriend. <laughs> They're so stupid. Oh, uh, the short, the short of it is that he inherits a little UHF station in yeah. a small city. And no, I'm like, how he's yeah. up against the, uh, <laughs> he's up against the big network. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying the, this for your benefit. Oh, the movie, oh. the movie itself's a parody of that type of movie where the, you know, the little guy, <laughs> little guy yeah, down David the and Goliath. Guy. Yeah, <laughs> so many layers. It's meta. I intend to enjoy it. <laughs> you will. 
I hope it's yeah. not like people who didn't see Goonies at, when it came out, and then they come back twenty years later, thirty years later now, and be like, "Oh, I mean, it's all right," because they don't have the the uh, member berries for it. Um, so I'm hoping. No, it's Weird Al, man. Yeah, there's some there's some original songs 80s. in it. I think too, like so, he does an original parody. Did you guys remember that he hooked up with Weezer too, and they did that cover of Africa? No. Yes, <laughs> that was not too long yeah. ago. I f- yeah, you he, might, you might want to pull went, that up. Mike went to. Uh, didn't you see this? No, no uh-uh. I didn't. I, I just remember when this happened. I didn't okay, see him live or anything. They have a yeah, they have a music video of that, and he pops yep. out with his accordion. With the accordion, he plays uh, accordion. I do remember yeah. that now that you said they that. had started doing a cover, and uh, yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I can't. I don't. I, there's a story between him or, or how he was asked to do it, but um, we'll have to have to be for another time. But maybe it'd be b- yeah. by John Williams' son it's, who it's, wrote it's that. It's a brilliant oh, version. <laughs> well, oh, I think Howie Howie might be indulging us. We we should keep talking until there's something. It's a video, so maybe there's an introduction here. Yeah, it took a little while to... Yeah. But they perform this live, and every once in a while, Weird Al show up at the concert and pop out on stage. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, Weezer's friends with Weird Al, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course. <laughs> I mean, no. who's, who's Weird Al not friends with? He's even friends with Coolio now. And what, like, Weezer... Yeah, and, 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 that's the thing. I Africa. get the feeling. Africa. Yeah, right. Who, who does well, well, first off, Weezer, if they think a song is good, they're just going to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's the way they are. They're like, hey, this is a good song. We don't care if it's silly or if it's cliche. We're doing it. And uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs of yeah. all time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great and, song. And Weird Al, I feel like he doesn't, I feel like Weird Al doesn't think he's above anyone. No, absolutely not. Yeah. You can hear him slaying. I mean, Singing. he's got a great voice. <laughs> oh, dude, he's pitch perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to that. That's him. What does the name down in Playing the guitar. I love it because in the video, you know how a Weezer did the sweater video? Yeah. He's out there in a yellow cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed like Rivers Cuomo. It's great. Wow. <laughs> Anyhow. Weezer, Weezer's awesome. <laughs> so is Weird Al. And Weird Al. Collaborations, baby. Yeah. It always makes you feel good to see two different people that groups that you like from different kind of worlds <laughs> yeah. suddenly like, Oh oh yeah. We all like the that's, same stuff together. I, you know, that's one of the, the interesting things about it, there's, you could you can say a lot of negative things about the day and age we live, mm-hmm. but I think one of the more interesting things that's really positive is I do see a lot more of completely different people that you like back when we were younger, you, they were, they were separate worlds. Yeah. Oh, like TV and movies. You would never see a movie, yeah. a film actor in a television show because that was sure. even a, even mm-hmm. even a cameo was so beneath. Well, them. even even it, it took it almost took like the '90s, like Friends era, to sure. really start breaking. But now, I mean, now you now. have you know of like hardcore like <laughs> MMA fighters or actors like that are into like 
D and D, you know. Oh that, yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> or you know? Jay, freaking uh, what's his name? The dude who married Sofia Vergara. Uh, werewolf John McNeil. Oh, McNeil. Yeah. Um, yeah, John Man 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 Mangy runs a D and D show out of yeah. his basement which is styled to look like a castle dungeon and uh, then goes to bed with Sofia Vergara <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds he owes it to them right? <laughs> yeah. and the fact yeah. that he looks like a god well, in man form and which explains him being in a Pee Wee, Pee -wee Herman movie too right? so. <laughs> that's right yep. forgot about that and I a love werewolf that show on yeah. HBO I'm sorry Werewolves and vamp vampers. <laughs> I but, yeah, but it's just amazing. Like you, you get Weezer and Weird Al. I mean, you could get all these different kind of. No, you're right though. I mean, but I mean, Weezer is actually kind of a perfect example because they are clearly music nerds. They're not yeah. just mm -hmm. really, really good musicians. Sure. They are nerds. I mean, the whole Buddy Holly song, the sweater song, all of those are like. In a way, they're similar to Weird Al, and they're like, let's take a weird thing to write a song about and then style it to make it work, you know, all the way to the Happy Days music video, yeah. you know, with Fonzie doing the Russian dancing, <laughs> yeah. and then the not oh Fonzie gosh. doing the Russian dancing yeah. from behind. Buddy Holly. I love that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's kind of actually a pretty good fit in that regard, because they're it is. they are yeah, students kind of, of that music. Way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not all musicians would I label students of music. They definitely are. Nirvana. They're definitely a student. Nirvana. Yeah, Moby. <laughs> definitely a student. <laughs> Anyhow, we should probably wrap it up, gentlemen. Yeah, I'm thinking it's late. It's late. Gotta get on home. It's late. Get on. Yeah, keep on. Keep on. on. Too long. That's the way it goes, right? The sun is coming up now. No, it's not. Tomorrow. I feel like it. It's tomorrow it will come up. Wait, morning, no, morning, today. Morning. Man, you bet your bottom dollar <laughs> that tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. It's only a day away. There'll be sun. There will be sun. Here comes the sun, gentlemen. In the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. Won't you join us on Discord Beatles. and tell us what your favorite Weird Al song is or another paradist. Is that right? Paradisimo? I don't know. Paradisian? Pastichier. There you go. Pastichier. There you go. Pastichier. I actually like that a lot. I think we should sell that. Pastichier. Um, yeah. and, and and tell us uh, tell us what you like on our Discord by going to betterkind.com, clicking on the Discord link, joining our Discord channel where it is the shizzle. That's what the kids say, right? I got that right, right? Yeah, Everybody? kids say that. Shizzle I'm net. sure. It's yeah. the cheesy bonizi. Yeah. Cheesy bonizi. <laughs> kids say that too. Oh, I've heard bizzle nizzle, my bizzle kizzle. Make sure you do it while you're doing the floss. <laughs> <laughs> doing the floss. <laughs> yeah. You Not flossing. You didn't sound 40 at all. Doing the floss. No, he sounded 75. Doing the, the floss. Doing the floss. Doing the floss, kids. Doing the floss. I'm doing the Fortnite dancing. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> so yeah discord also wherever you get the podcast give us a nice little review we're gonna read more listeners and stuff just like <laughs> i'm Corey. over there's mike good night over there's howie i'm gonna lift up my chin and grin and say over there's garrett i don't know how to finish that lyric sorry man tomorrow and i love you tomorrow <laughs> i love you love you tomorrow love ya. tomorrow it is not i love you it is i love you i ya. love you I love you tomorrow. tomorrow.
How's it go? You're only You're only a day. Nailed it. First try. First try. Glad we don't have to do that over again. Or do we? Oh.